G'day, I'm Dr. Philip Button from the Food Microbiology Academy. Now in this particular podcast, we're going to be talking about safe food preparation. So the preparation of food provides many opportunities for breaches in food safety. In the more relaxed domestic environment, you know, various things can various things can take place that would not be tolerated or even illegal in a food service or food manufacturing environment. This is certainly a significant contributing factor to the fact that foodborne disease originates more in the home compared to anywhere else. Therefore, it can certainly be worthwhile to take a look at what takes place during professional food preparation or manufacture and adapting those precautions for use in the domestic environment. Some big ones that frequently face neglect in the home would include you know, for example, temperature control, personal hygiene, and animals like pets in the food preparation and or eating areas. The precautions are simple and straightforward to apply, but may not be what people are used to. Therefore, it may take, really may take some practice for, for them, so for these precautions to become second nature. However, though, in addition, what is potentially more important is the recognition of these as contributing factors by individuals and hence you know really their desire to change change their habits in this in this regard and you know since such a shift in thinking doesn't come that easy after decades of repeated action which is you know what what we're all used to so, um, it's uh, it can be really, really, uh, really a challenge uh, indeed. Consequently, possibly a better approach might be to work with work with children. So you know, children who are pretty young haven't yet started to routinely cook and shop for uh, ingredients, and really this way, you know, we can introduce them to safe food practices at a really early stage before they actually uh, start uh, start cooking and before they adapt. Uh, and adopt actions, in fact, from adults that they live and associate with, and you know, therefore learn learn from. So this could certainly be a way to break the chain uh, of generational, so-called, you know, generational food safety practices, uh, poor food food safety practices being passed from one one generation to the next. When microbial contamination of food, uh, sorry, while microbial contamination of food can originate from the natural or primary production uh, environment, so in the agricultural environment, a significant cause of food safety breaches can occur during food handling. This could be during manufacture, commercial preparation in a food service environment, or of course in the home. While strict food safety regulations are in place to ensure safe food handling during manufacture and in restaurants, cafes and other food service establishments, breaches may occur due to equipment or procedural failures, such as human error resulting from carelessness. Human error resulting from ignorance may also occur, but it is typically the responsibility of a registered food premises food safety supervisor to ensure food safety breaches do not occur. There are multiple factors recognised in being significant as unsafe food handling practices. These factors 
and actions taken to mitigate the associated risks are consistent across any food handling area and does not involve everyone involved uh, and everyone involved in the handling of food uh, is uh, is actually involved in this particular um, aspect you know not just the last person handling it for example so that basically means that you know, it's not right at the end that the person who is the last person to touch that food needs to take particular care. It's in the lead up as well. So every step of the way, every person that handles, transports, produces food has a role, has a key responsibility to ensure that the food is safe. So let's take a look at the specific factors now. Starting with temperature control. Control of temperature for prepared food or its ingredients is absolutely critical and easy to achieve. Temperature is one of the most fundamental parameters controlling the growth of microorganisms. And in countries like Australia, appropriate temperature control is readily available to ensure temperature abuse of food or food ingredients does not occur. Now, an important concept in food safety is the hurdle concept to ensuring safe food. This basically refers to multiple hurdles put in place, each of which will contribute to a reduction in the food safety risk. For example, consider raw meat as one of the riskier food types when it comes to foodborne disease risk. To absolutely minimise food safety risk, it needs to be out of the temperature danger zone, which means chilled or frozen during transport and storage, then held above 60 degrees Celsius if not consumed immediately. In addition, cooking to a specified internal temperature is required. This means, for example, maintaining the cold chain from when it leaves the processing facility until it is to be cooked. If there is poor temperature control in a refrigerated delivery vehicle, or a delivery person leaves the delivery of meat non-refrigerated at the door of the restaurant, then these could contribute to an increase in any foodborne pathogenic bacteria that happen to be present. So this is what I mean by all people within the handling, transport, preparation, production of the food have a role. So if the if so going back to what we just said before, if the food happens to be left uh, and temperature abused, you know, and if the chef doesn't cook the food to the appropriate internal temperature, or if an undercooked meat dish is requested, the consumer is leaving themselves vulnerable to foodborne disease. Now let us look at prevention of cross contamination. So the prevention of cross-contamination is an important concept in food safety because different food types pose different types of food safety risks. While there have been various high-profile foodborne disease outbreaks over the years from fresh produce, meats generally pose a greater risk compared with other food types. Even within the meat category, chicken is generally considered higher risk than other meats due to the likelihood of contamination with one or both of Campylobacter jejuni and Salmonella bacteria. 
Therefore, it is imperative that food types that pose different levels of food safety risk are handled separately. This means, for example, different chopping boards, different utensils, washing hands between handling raw meats and vegetables, and especially, especially salad vegetables that are considered, uh, sorry, consumed raw. Now, a bit about personal hygiene. So the aim of personal hygiene in the food safety context is the elimination of the transfer of pathogenic bacteria from ourselves as a food handler to food. So basically, you know, this tends to mean breaking the fecal oral route of transmission. This means, for example, wearing appropriate protection to prevent product contamination, such as gloves and a face mask, and changing gloves where appropriate. In particular, though, elimination of the fecal oral route, as I just mentioned, as a means of foodborne disease transmission is an important element in personal hygiene considerations for food handlers. This typically means diligently washing hands after using the toilet and blowing your nose, which are parts of the body known to harbour higher amounts of bacteria that could make people sick. This is even if they are not making you sick. And the story of Typhoid Mary in the United States is an excellent example of how asymptomatic carriers are at great risk of spreading infectious disease. So if you just uh, Google Typhoid Mary or Typhoid Mary Salmonella, then you'll be able to read all about the uh, this historical case of uh, uh, Salmonella transmission. Now, a clean work environment. By ensuring a clean work environment, we eliminate any areas where pests harboring pathogenic microorganisms can remain. And we also eliminate places where the pathogenic microorganisms themselves can accumulate. Biofilms are an important and troubling concept for food manufacturers. Basically, they are communities of microbial cells which can develop in food processing lines and resist efforts to remove them by typical cleaning procedures. They can form in any areas of pipes, for example, that are not smooth, and at times, some of the cells can dislodge and contaminate the food or beverage product under processing, under production there. So that's an overview about safe food preparation and the types of actions, practices that, that we can do to mitigate the risks and an outline of what tends to happen in a food preparation, uh, you know, professional food preparation or manufacture area and how we can, uh, you know, use some of those concepts that are used to keep food safe in those environments to keeping food safe in the home. Until next time, this is Dr. Philip Button from the Food Microbiology Academy. Keep food safe.